I'm here with Professor Siobhan O'Neill, who is one of the co-hosts of this International Association for Suicide Prevention Conference in Derry. Hi Siobhan, how are you doing? Hello Andre, hi. How did you first get involved in this? Um, I've been involved in, in psychology and mental health research for over 20 years, um, but the suicide work really started when I was involved in the World Mental Health Survey of Northern Ireland. And we had a suicide section on there and we looked at trauma and the troubles in Northern Ireland as well in that study. And we started to put together figures around suicidal behaviour relating to trauma exposure in Northern Ireland. And it was, it was really new information for us. We hadn't before that time, we hadn't realised the extent of the suffering here and what the mental health needs of the population were. Um, and that came at a time when the suicide rates were starting to rise in Northern Ireland too. And people were wondering why, because we were in a period of relative peace. Um, the troubles had supposedly ended. So there was a lot of really important research questions that our survey was able to help with and help answer. Um, and now I'm working on what are the answers? What should we be doing here? How is this affecting the next generation? Mm. That's really interesting work. So we'll come on to that in a second. But sure. before we do, so having this conference now in 2019 in Derry is a big deal. And you've done it in a really interesting way, I think. I don't think I've ever been to a conference where it feels so kind of part of the city. So mm -hmm. just tell us how you organised it and, and some of the kind of extracurricular stuff that's happening around the city. Yes, well, there's three of us organising this conference and we all come from different angles. Um, and two of us reside here locally, myself and Barry McGill, of course, we're always based in Glasgow, but from Derry. Um, and people from the city feel always feel really passionate about the city and bringing things to the city because we're a neglected part of Northern Ireland, let's face it. There, there hasn't been the economic investment here that there should have been. Um, we're a part of Northern Ireland that has seen a lot of the violence of the troubles too and we've been disadvantaged for that reason um, and there's also quite a high suicide rate in the town here as well so we wanted to bring something that would look at all of those factors and also showcase some of the amazing things that are happening in the town and when we approached our um, visit Derry the, the tourist people here they were suggesting that Derry would be the destination, that it wouldn't be one centre or one building, that the city centre would be the destination and that we, we could do this across three buildings that were very, very close together. Um, and in fact, when you look at the big conference centres, people aren't walking any, any further in, in our city and the sun's shining and it's great. So it's accessible as a city. Um, and the other thing is because... Um, because we work in the area and we live here, we wanted to bring the conference to the community. We didn't want to be, and that's me as a researcher as well, I don't want to be doing research that has no relevance to people on the ground. It's so important that what we do has impact. And we didn't want to be coming to the city and using all the facilities and having this lovely scientific uh, conference without the city benefiting in some way from the knowledge that's been shared here. So it was really, really crucial for us that we had free passes for people who worked in local services, that we had a really good representation of people who had lived experience of suicide in Northern Ireland so that they could see the work that we were doing um, and they could start to try and understand how we're going to go about changing the, the suicide rates and, and the figures in Northern Ireland. Uh, so that, that was crucial and we wanted to bring tourists to the town, we wanted people to see what it was like here so that they could share the good news about their lovely city. Um, so we had uh, an arts trail and a music trail and we wanted to create 
a nightlife for people. We didn't want people going back to their hotel rooms. We wanted them to experience a bit of the city. Um, it was actually really quite easy to do that because the bars were really receptive and they're putting on free live music. We've got a group called Arts Care who are working with service users and they developed arts pieces all around the city um, to the theme of recovery and hope because that's really what this is about. This is about suicide prevention. It's not about suicide. It's a prevention of suicide. Um, so all of those things are happening and when I'm walking around today and yesterday I'm meeting people who are working locally and they're learning and they're excited about what they're learning and they can see how that has relevance to their everyday work and their everyday world and we're talking about our suicide prevention strategy and we're talking very honestly as well about the problems that we have here the problems that we have in Northern Ireland about the challenges that Brexit brings um, and also about the possibilities that there are for the province moving forward. So it's just such, it's so amazing, it's a dream come true to have this Congress here and I really hope the city benefits in the way that it should. And you said already that <coughs> suicide rates have risen in the last few years in Northern Ireland, do we know why? Um, the suicide rates have risen since 2004 and one of the reasons was the change to the way the coronial system recorded suicides, right? But that hasn't really accounted for the doubling of the number of suicides since the Good Friday Agreement. And what, well, one of the things we're finding is that the generation who've come after those who are exposed to the violence have been disadvantaged. And those areas that have suffered the worst effects of the troubles are still really disadvantaged. Um, so inequality and poverty is associated strongly with suicide here. And we're one of the most deprived parts of, of Western Europe, here in Northern Ireland, here in Derry. Um, so deprivation and inequality and that gap between those who have the most and those who have the least, that, that's a big factor. But also then the troubles, um, the paramilitary groups are still prominent in certain areas. There's still easy access to drugs. Um, unemployment is still an issue there too. And on top of all of that, we have a group of people who don't feel that they've benefited from the dividends of the peace process. They don't see what has happened in their communities that has benefited them since, since there has been peace. And also people are looking back. And, and we know that after groups come out of conflict, um, that the suicide rates do go up. Because whenever you're in a period of conflict, there's a reason to fight, a reason to live. People who are most, most mar marginalised maybe have something, a sense of purpose. Um, and now people are wondering what all that fighting has achieved. So we're in a very interesting period where we're working out who are the winners, who are the losers. And a lot of people feel that they don't have hope, that they, they're not getting the rewards of peace and, and there's and it's in certain communities where our suicide rates are really high and other communities they're not so high so we're dealing with those challenges so what you're doing to kind of first of all understand the problem better but also then to kind of intervene and to try and improve and and stop that sliding rates mm -hmm. so so a lot of my work now is actually looking at um, the, the data that's available, the prescription medication doing linkages, so looking at um, the different populations. So one population is people who are in the community but who have been treated by their GP for um, depression, mental illness. So what are the patterns of service use there that maybe would be related to death by suicide so we can do more for that population. 
Um, I'm also working on studies of college students. We're doing DNA studies. We're, we're taking saliva samples. There's a group over in the university right now who are doing a spit study and they're actually getting people to provide saliva samples and sign up to a study of um, um, an internet intervention um, for mental illness and students. So we're looking at the next generation and how it's impacting on their mental health. We're trying to understand more about the nature of mental illness and biological predictors. Um, and also then we're looking at the people who are in touch with services and whether we can apply that zero suicide approach that has worked in other places, whether we can introduce that. Um, and I'm working with the regional group to look at the evidence base and then work with our services to see how we can apply those interventions that have shown effectiveness in other places and um, how we can apply those in the Northern Ireland setting. Um, so we're undertaking systems change here um, in the health service but also looking outside of that. Um, I'm involved with the local community crisis service who are providing weekend de-escalation and we're evaluating that as well. So there's a lot of really exciting projects happening and we're still learning about what works for people in this region and what the predictors of risk in this region are as well. You've got 850 people from all over the world, what was it, 56 countries or something, Rory said yeah, yesterday, the yeah. number of countries was rising as he spoke. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think those people, those delegates, are going to take away from having this event here in Derry, rather than where it's been, Australia or Canada, wherever it's been over the last few years? What is special about hosting this here, do you think? Okay, so we're a smaller city, right? So um, our delegates who are here, will we're, we're kind of curating it for them. We're telling them where to go in the evening. So we're hoping that they will have a more social experience. So they will be, they, they bump into other delegates when they're out and about. And we've created opportunities for that. So we're hoping that actually the networking opportunities will be greater in, in this conference than they might be in other conferences where people kind of float in and out and go to other parts of the city and have hotels in other parts of the city. Um, so I think we're creating a, a cohesion there among the suicide researchers who are here. So that's really, really important part of the experience. We're also hoping that they will learn from the history of the city. And they will see the sessions that are led by local experts and hear about our na national strategy. And they can take um, learning from that then and apply it in their own settings. We know there's people from other areas who've experienced conflict. And we're talking about that here. So we're hoping that that will be something that they'll see. Um, and also by maybe coming to a city that they might not have travelled to. Um, that it's just not somewhere that was on the bucket list for them, um, that, that they, they'll get educated, they'll learn about what's happening here and that they'll tell other people about that and we can promote the study on a worldwide stage. Mm -hmm.